It's on a price so low. Welcome to the I Love Seville show, guys. My name is Jerry Miller. Thank you kindly for joining us. It is a Tuesday afternoon in downtown Charlottesville. We're in the Macklin building. We are about a hop, skip, and a jump from council chambers. And city council is the hot topic today. Perhaps we can finally put this topic behind us. After seven years, seven agonizing, seven long, seven draining, seven divisive, Seven challenging, seven confusing, perhaps seven poorly marketed. We now have, after seven years, time spent on consultants, money spent on consultants. How many various councils has this overlapped? We now have, thanks to a 5-0 vote. Are you shocked it was a 5-0 vote, J-Dubs? Are you shocked that the mayor didn't say, no way, Jose? We'll talk about that with Judah B. Wickhauer. 5-0. It was 5-0 vote. Yeah. Upzoning, the draft zoning ordinance, the DZO, the new zoning regulations, zoning flexibility, housing opportunity, investor opportunity, speculator opportunity, however you want to characterize this. We now have a pretty clear-cut um, 5-0 vote that's approved upzoning. Neil, I'm going to get to that comment. I stayed up real late. I was up past midnight watching this. Literally. I'll tell you what. You haven't truly lived. You haven't truly lived until you stay up past midnight watching five people through public access television deliberate on the future of Charlottesville in language and vernacular and vocabulary that is not very clear and somewhat confusing. That was yesterday. Holly Foster, I have a bottle of Macallan 12. Can you get me that Macallan 12 scotch on the bar? I love Macallan scotch. 12 or 15. I got a bottle of Macallan 12 on the I Love Stevo bar right now. Judah's going to bring it to us. He's constantly trying to get me to get him a pour of this. You're constantly trying to get some of this from us, from this bottle. I love this scotch. Say, say again of what you said. all the bottles you're, on that bar, that's what you want a pour from the most. You're saying me specifically, or just yes, in you general? specifically, Judah. It's me and you doing the show. Be nice to Judah, Patrick Kane oh. says. Be nice to Judah. Got to be nice to Judah. I'm going to be nice. I'm to I'm not Judah. sure why you're saying that. I specifically I'm being nice to Judah. want uh, being a nice pour from the McCallum because you like it. You lap it up like a cat does in the back alley of Sal's Cafe Italia with some warm milk. And a little bit of leftover pasta. Okay. Alrighty then. Alrighty then. <laughs> Alrighty then. As long as Jerry's not bathing in that bowl of milk uh, <laughs> afterwards. Uh. Eggnog is damn good. All right, where do we begin? And you got to rotate those lower thirds in. Go to me on a one shot with the PTI headers. Council approving upzoning the Verve 12 stories, 550 units on Stadium and Jefferson Park Avenue, 2117 Ivy Road, 10 stories, 242 units, 134, 130 foot tall building. Last night we had 792 apartments approved by council. I'm going to give you that statistic again. Are you ready for this, Judah Wickhauer? Last night, five people approved 792 apartments and 22 stories of towers 
before the clock struck midnight. We'll pick it apart like Thanksgiving turkey. The Yimbies won in overwhelming fashion, yes, in my backyard. The Nimbies, no in my backyard, are somewhere licking their paws, drinking warm milk in an alley, hoping to lap up some fettuccine behind a fantastic Italian restaurant in downtown Charlottesville. Not a good day for Nimbies, not in my backyard. I'll tell you what, this will drive tailwinds and momentum behind. Almaro County, folks are going to sprint to the county and HOA neighborhoods. There's one in Keswick that I think is very, very good. Values will uptick undoubtedly because of that. We'll talk about this on today's show. What does this mean for investors? What does this mean for the speculators, the developers? What does it mean for the folks that want to put money on the street and drive revenue through housing, through multifamily, through development, through projects? That conversation on the show. Neil Williamson, president of the Free Enterprise Forum. Can you put Neil's photo on screen? Neil currently is number 28 in the I Love Seville Show Power Rankings. His star is rising. Support the Free Enterprise Forum. Kick him some ducats, some dinero, some moolah, some smackaroos this holiday season. Support his work, the Free Enterprise Forum. Neil Williamson today, in a story that I thought was headline fantastically well, Winston Churchill and Charlottesville's new zoning ordinance, he has this nugget that I want to highlight. The city council decision to evaluate all site plans submitted after August 31st under the new zoning code seems ripe for such a legal challenge. How could the applicants conform to an ordinance that was not yet settled law? They put a deadline of August 31, council. August 31. Is August 31 still a Leo? I'm a Leo. Is that still a Leo in the, uh, what do you call it? What are the Leo things? Zodiac. The Zodiac signs? August 31 might be in the next category. But 8-31, August 31 of 2023 is the deadline. If your site plans were submitted after August 31, you fall under the new zoning code. Do you understand people that submit site plans after August 31 that are now under the new zoning code, a code at the time that was not fixed or permanent or established, are going to have to rework plans and how much money and time that costs? It's Virgo. That's a Virgo? Yeah. What are the characteristics of a Virgo? What are the characteristics of a Leo? Tell me the Virgo first. A uh, picture of poison. This is a Virgo or a Leo? This is a Virgo. Okay, because I'm a Leo. I wouldn't say I'm a picture of poise. What is a... What is a I wouldn't either. <laughs> oh. Picture of poise and elegance. Love to stay organized and have a strong focus on keeping things aesthetic. But not just about beauty. But not just beauty. Okay. Brains, too. <clears throat> they continue seeking knowledge and intellectual growth as they age. Here is Leo. What is Leo? No wonder your symbol is a lion. Your I'm a lion. Personality and presence are impressive to all. Oh. This may intimidate some, mm. but your inviting spirit will help you easily make friends. Mm. Your confidence will be an asset to you throughout your life. I feel like that's pretty... Well, I, would you say like that's, that's accurate? Yeah, it sounds Does, Is accurate. there a line in there that says, Instagram meme accounts will go after you? I didn't read that part, but yeah, it's, it's right there. <laughs> what is your sign? Uh, I am a cancer. A cancer? What are the characteristics of a cancer? The yin to the Leo's yang, perhaps? Is the cancer the yin to Leo's yang? Uh, perhaps. What is the cancer characteristics? 
Your intuition is downright uncanny. Ooh. You do your best socializing in small groups and prefer intimate relationships, even if it means your social circle is on the smaller side. Your creative spirit will bring joy to all you meet. Ah! Is intimate boom shakalaka? Intimate relationships? Like, you know, little boom shakalaka? Is that what that means? No. <laughs> what does that mean? You do your best socializing in small groups. You can't read the definition again to answer the question that I just asked the question about. Uh, I mean, intimate relationships means close relationships. Okay, thank you. Good night, goodness gracious. I mean, in the context of that sentence, did you really think that it stood for... uh, I'm trying to get some characteristic. I'm trying to get some insight. You're You're the cancer, I'm the Leo. Okay, goodness gracious. Judah loves to answer questions with questions. Be nice to Judah. Patrick Hayden says, be nice to Judah. Be nice to Judah. I'm being nice to Judah. McAllen 12 is fantastic. This is the, the fantastic for the Atlas Seville Bar. McAllen 15 would be very nice. Holly Foster from Henrico. All right, let's go to the first headline. Put it on lower third. How would you characterize last night's city council meeting? Long? Went past midnight. It's a good way to <laughs> call it. Very significant. Yeah. I think either way they voted was going to end up being significant, don't you? Oh, someone wants me to do Pisces. What's the Pisces characteristics? Pisces. Let's see. It's my wife. She's watching the program right now. She says she's my gang to my gang. Not you, Judah, damn it. <laughs> Pisces. You wouldn't hurt a fly. Empathy is your superpower, mm. and you are an asset to any team you, oh, join, yeah. you join or cause or cause you support. Your Definitely. gentleness is a virtue. Gentleness, huh, sweetheart? Okay. However, be careful to not let your feelings get hurt too easily. Be sure to spend time building your self confidence. Yeah, Pisces is good. Gentleness, sweetheart. Gentleness. Um. Um, she is an asset to every team. She's the rock and the uh, foundation of our family. Council approved a 12-story, 550-unit apartment tower at Stadium and Jefferson Park Avenue. Council approved a 10-story, 242-unit apartment tower, 130 feet tall at 2117 Ivy Road. And council uh, officially approved upzoning. I would say last night's council meeting was the the detriment, the devastation, the downright destruction of the not-in-my-backyard contingent. And last night's council meeting was the, the tailwinds, the momentum, the champion, the, the support, the platform, the pedestal of the yes-in-my-backyard, the Yimbies. Last night's council meeting, from a housing standpoint, was one of the most significant, monumental, and historic in generations. That is not hyperbole. That is accurate. That is very fitting for what happened. Convincing votes. We're talking 5-0 votes on each of these key factors. Mm-hmm. Not even the mayor who hemmed and hauled. Friend of the program. Love you, Lloyd Snook. You got a great looking haircut, Lloyd Snook. I love the tie that you're wearing today, Lloyd Snook. Love seeing you in the hallway, Lloyd Snook. You're a good man, Mayor Snook. Not even Mayor Snook voiced a no. 
or a dissenting vote. He did not want to be seen as we reflect on history, whether it's through Wikipedia pages, whether it's through Sean Tubbs's archived work years from now. Sean Tubbs in 30 years, what's he going to be doing? Drinking a pint, singing karaoke at Rapture, and writing commentary on council meetings from a table and the dark confines of one of our favorite bars in the downtown mall, Rapture Restaurant, with Al Zappa slinging drinks and shorts during the winter. Okay. Behind the bar. Mayor Snook did not want to be seen on the wrong side or as dissenting vote of this. And the vote, the 5-0, is going to be written in the Charlottesville narrative or the Charlottesville history books as the upzoning overwhelmingly passed in 5-0 capacity, 5-0 vote. I will stand on this mountain and continue to say, and Judah, you jump in, you pick it apart like Thanksgiving turkey. Judah's, Holly Foster says Judah needs a bottle of McAllen 15 for taking care of the Miller family dog while Jerry, Jerry is away. <laughs> Judah is getting paid. Judah is getting paid. He's getting paid smackaroos that he can go and buy his McAllen. But I appreciate that comment. She's got your back, J-Dubs. Do you want to say something Thank to you. your fans? Thank you. I appreciate it. I do deserve a bottle of McAllen 15. <laughs> <laughs> can you put Holly Foster's photo on screen? She's the queen of Henrico. We love her dearly. Holly Foster is currently ranked. Where is she in the power pole? I'm looking at the power pole right now. Here we go. She's on screen. Number 24 yeah. in the power pole, Holly Foster. Love you, Holly. I will stand on this peak, on this mountain, and say that the upzoning that was approved last night will have little impact on birthing or breeding affordability in Charlottesville. I will stand on this platform, on this peak, on this mountain, and say that the upzoning will have impact, will have impact on investors and developers. I'm going to say it again. Little impact on affordability, significant impact on investors, invest, uh, developers, and speculators. Where would you like to begin on that? You are an astute, well-read man. Do you want to s- start with Alice Rauscher? Rauscher? The, the architect of UVA? I'm not going to repeat what she said. At the, why? That's not a bad word. She said Hessel Christel under her, best, under her breath. And I don't believe in taking the Lord's name in vain. Did she take the no, Lord's name in vain? Here's a better question. Uh, yeah. Should the Daily Progress staff writer, that was Jason that wrote that, right? Should Jason Armesto, who clearly was sitting within close proximity of UVA architect Alice Rosher, Alice, I'm sorry I'm butchering your last name if it's not Rauscher. She's a fantastic woman, a tremendous architect, an asset to the University of Virginia. Should the staff writer Jason Armesto have quoted Alice muttering Jesus Christ under her breath in council chambers? She did not say it on the record. You know she didn't talk to the reporter into his recorder and say that. He heard her say that. He clearly says UVA's architect muttered it under her breath when it became, the cl- when it became clear the vote was unanimous. Yeah. Was that inbounds using the UVA architect responding to council's 5-0, votes, 15-0, then going, Jesus Christ, and then, stumbling, and then storming out of the chambers? What's your question? 
What are you, are you answering a question with a question again? I'm not sure what you're asking. You said, was it, is that inbounds? What is it? Uh, what are you asking? It's a fair game. I think, is it above board? Is it legit? I think her. I mean, Mandra. Her statement was still a curse, right? But she didn't say it on the record. Is that what re- is required to for for? Uh... I doubt she's ever going to answer his phone call or emails again. What does that have to do with what she said? She did not say this to him. She said an off-cuff comment when she saw that it was going to be five zero upzoning, five zero the verve, five zero Ivy Road, and she said JC under her breath. Yeah. I never said that she said it on record. That doesn't change the fact that she said it. So you have no problem with it. If you were in her shoes, you wouldn't have a problem with that, was, that, that quote was used? Uh, if I was her, I might have a problem that somebody overheard something I said and, and printed it. There you go. I, I'm still not sure what you're getting at. Okay. Just thought it was a little off color. To be in, in the local newspaper. Yeah. In, in the headline portion of the local newspaper. Right. John not, Blair watching. Can you get John? Go I ahead. I disagree with you there. Can you get John Blair's photo on screen? John Blair's watching on LinkedIn. John Blair is number two in the family. The king of knowledge. <coughs> I think John Blair's photo is my favorite photo of all in the power rankings. It is a great photo. This is a great photo. Yeah. A jolly, positive guy. John Blair, are you a Leo? Are you a Leo, John? What is your zodiac sign? John says, I would short Seville and a heavy overweight Almoro. There will be a short and long-term policy mistake for the city of Charlottesville in terms of housing affordability. Who wins? Almoro County. I'll make this prediction. By 2040, the city's population will not reach 55,000. The county's population will be in excess of 140K. I 1,000% agree with what he said. I'm responding. I 1,000% agree with this. This will go down when we reflect 15 or 20 years from now as a headwind for city, quality of life, and those who choose to reside in 10.2 square miles. It will be a tailwind and a momentum driver for those that want to put their money on the street from a multifamily standpoint, from a commercial standpoint, from a development standpoint, from getting ADUs, some cottages, some granny flats, from basically making money. Okay. I, I like what, uh, what Neil Williamson had to say about uh, at the end of his article where he says uh, um, – Kevin Yancey, that's a great question. We're going to get to Kevin Yancey's question in a matter of moments. I apologize for interrupting. Go ahead. Uh, he says our entire region must dedicate to the work of eliminating regulatory barriers and planning for economic viability and housing opportunity for all. And I think that's a, that's going to be a big part of the future because ultimately it doesn't matter. The upzoning doesn't matter if nobody can build anything, right? I mean, bingo. Throw it, throw it a step further. The city has approved this at the very same time that Albemarle County is sticking tight or holding its guns close to its holsters with 5% developmental area. The county is not budging on the 5% developmental area. 
So here you have one jurisdiction, Charlottesville, that is completely surrounded by Almaro. Yeah. And that one jurisdiction, Charlottesville, that is completely surrounded by Almaro, just loosened its zoning code. Those, if Lloyd Sanook's straw poll was correct, that half the citizenship, is it citizenship or citizenry? Uh, I think citizenry works just as well as citizenship. If Lloyd Snook's straw poll is correct, that half the citizenship is opposed to this new zoning outline, DZO, draft zoning ordinance, a portion of that 50% that is opposed will get the hell out of a 10.2 square mile city. And they will sprint because they still want to live here to Almaro County. And that will drive values for Almaro County, Urban Ring, and HOA neighborhoods specifically. There goes the fantastic mayor. He's looking sharp. Maybe he'll walk over here. Let's see what if he walks over here. We should start highlighting what key movers and shakers in this community are wearing and assess their attire. Is he walking here? Take a left. Did he go left or did he go right? Darn it. He went right. He didn't go in front of our studio. That's a bummer. I saw a yellow tie with a blue blazer looking very snappy. Kevin Yancey has this question for Judah Wickhauer and yours truly. Which neighborhood in the city will receive the mass mailers from developers and investors first? Great question, Kevin Yancey. Mm. Put Kevin Yancey's photo on screen. Olivia Branch's photo needs to go on screen as well. First, Kevin Yancey. Kevin Yancey's in the power ranking. K-N-C. Kevin Yancey's number 11 in the power poll. Put Kevin's photo on screen. And then we got to get the Queen of Keswick, Olivia Branch's photo on screen, number 23. Olivia, you look beautiful. I love this hat that you're wearing in your power pole ranking photo. Is Kevin Yancey's photo on screen? Yeah. Look at Kevin Yancey, King of Waynesboro. Then Olivia Branch, 23 in the power pole. That hat is fantastic. I love that hat, OB. I love it. Which neighborhood gets the mailers first? Thank you, OEB. Olivia Branch, you're A-plus people. Which neighborhood gets the mailers first? Hmm. I've got to think on that. Come on now. Talk show. Got to think quick. Doesn't it say on the Cancer Zodiac sign, quick thinker, fantastic contributor to talk shows that air on Facebook and social media? No, that would all be lies. (laughs) You are a good contributor. You seriously have blossomed here. And I love it. Which neighborhood gets hit first with the flyers and the mailers? Come on, Judah, you got this. Viewers and listeners, which neighborhoods get hit first with the flyers and and mailers from developers? There goes Jay O'Donnell, one of the commercial broker in town. Hmm. Kevin Yancey misses his mom. She was in that photo. Hmm. You're a good son. She loves you, Kevin Yancey. Which neighborhood gets hit first? Judah, we got to put a shot clock on questions. All right. I don't did Cherry Avenue. That's fair. And why Cherry Avenue? I'm just thinking of places. So where... you're going to say the Fifeville neighborhood. I'll, I'll modify what you said. Fifeville neighborhood. That's fair. Go ahead. I'm just thinking of places that have houses that... Uh, that aren't as new, that houses that aren't as, uh, I don't want to say impressive, but, uh, you know. Houses, I, would, I wouldn't say that. Houses that uh, people would have an easier time not worrying about and just, uh, you know, tearing down and rebuilding on the land. Okay. I, I respect that comment. I'm going to modify it. It needs some modification. Okay. 
Fifeville and the Cherry Avenue Corridor, the 10th and Page neighborhood, aspects of the Star Hill neighborhood, and certain portions of Hogwaller and Woolen Mills, hmm. certain portions of Prospect, and the neighborhoods down 5th Street, Ridge to 5th, before you get to the county line. They will get the flyers first. Why will they get the flyers and the call to action from investors and developers first? Because price points are the most affordable in town, and it's an opportunity for developers and investors to get a very important word when it comes to development. You know what it's called? Assemblage. Okay. Tell me what you think assemblage is. It will be easier for them to get assemblage. In uh, these areas. Why, what is assemblage and why is it important when it comes to development? I have no idea. But you I'm got this. That you it, got this. Context gonna, clues, baby. Context clues. Guess that it means uh, easily developable properties. Uh, assemblage. Why is assemblage important when it comes to development? If you're able to get know. properties in close proximity and assemble them, or aggregate them, group them, uh, form a collection of them. Then through your, it, what's have, that? You can have all your uh, construction crews in one place. You can take and reimagine a block, reimagine a few okay, parcels next you. to each other. You can combine them. You can create a new vision for them. Mm-hmm. Reimagine. Assemblage. And assemblage is going to happen there first. Because of price point and affordability. Assemblage ain't going to happen. Where is assemblage not going to happen? Go J-Dubs. Go J-Dubs. Where is assemblage not going to happen? J-Dubs got this. Keswick? Keswick is Almar County. It's not in the city. You didn't ask specifically. It's got to be in the city. It's city council approving upzoning. It's not uh, tied to Almar County. Be nice to Judah. Be nice to Judah. Be nice to Judah. Rugby? It's okay. It's okay. I understand that mistake. We're looking for Charlottesville City. Be nice. Be nice. We're looking for Charlottesville Rugby? City. Uh, rugby's good. That's, that's A. You got A plus for that. Where else will assemblage not happen? You want me to list every... Uh, North downtown. Okay. Belmont. Greenbrier. It's not going to happen there. Blue Ridge neighborhood off Barracks Road. Not going to happen there. Not going to happen there. Now... If you want to put a, a lower third on screen, put this one on screen for me. The one that is... <clears throat> what this means for investors and developers. Kevin Yancey's around Scott Stadium will be uh, a few rounds down the road. It won't be the first round. Appreciate you watching the program. Tell me when that's on screen. It's on screen. I'm meeting with investors and developers about this this week. Here's, in a nutshell, what this means for investors and developers. Got a meeting over coffee on Friday literally to discuss this topic. There's no show tomorrow. Have a meeting with out-of-market investors, developers tomorrow. Over lunch, no show tomorrow. Back in the saddle on Thursday. Back in the saddle on Friday as well before the holiday break. What it means for investors... Actually, you read the headline. That's what we're doing now. What this means for investors and developers. 
You brought that with a little gusto. Dun, 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 newsflash. I like that even more. I like when your personality like bubbles through the program. That was excellent. Can you do it again? No. That was good. I don't do uh, encores. You don't do encores? <laughs> Maria Marshall Barnes is watching the program. She says that will not happen on Locus. Maria Marshall Barnes is in the power ranking. Let's put her photo on screen. She is number 32 in the power poll. Put it on screen, Maria Marshall Barnes. Lisa Costello is watching the program. Let's get Lisa Costello's photo on screen. Carly Wagner. Carly Wagner is watching the show. Carly is number three in the power ranking. I read Carly's comments immediately. Make sure Lisa Custolo and Carly Wagner's photo get on screen. Tell me when Carly's photo is on screen. It's on. Number three in the power ranking. We've heard from two and three today. She says, if I were a developer, I would try to get the most lots for the cheapest first of all, leading to gentrification. Yes, like Cherry Avenue. Close to UVA should be cheaper. Owners wanting to capitalize more. Gathering adjacent lots to control a larger area is assemblage, J-Dubs. Park Street will not see assemblage. Carly Wagner, astute, intelligent, fantastic. Thank you, Carly Wagner. What does this mean for developers and investors? It means they have a clear-cut clear cut plan now. You know what, if you're a businessman or a businesswoman, you know what first you want when you're launching an entrepreneurial endeavor? Clear plan. You want to know the rules. You want to know what's allowed and what's permitted. You want to have an idea of what the boundaries are, where you can push, where you can have to stay within the lines. Yeah. And for so long, there's been this purgatory of development. You mm -hmm. know what developmental purgatory is? Characterize developmental purgatory for us. Metronome of the talk show, Judah Wickhauer. I would guess it's where you don't have an idea of what the rules are and you're basically just flying by the seat of your pants and hoping that uh, some organization or planning commission or whatever will okay what you're hoping is uh, appropriate for the area. Uh, Philip Dow says, good answer. Philip Dow says, will you run the show solo tomorrow <laughs> while, I'm, while I'm at the lunch meeting, the business meeting? Can you do it solo? <laughs> Philip Dow wants you to do that. Philip Dow's I, photo should be on screen. I don't know if I have enough to say. Come on, you can do it solo. Will you do it solo tomorrow? No pressure. I'm not trying to peer pressure. Philip Dow's number 19 in the power poll. Did you get him on screen? Yeah, there he is. What's that? There he is. Philip Dow, thank you for watching. Will you, will you go solo? I uh, will not. Okay. I'm, do you really want me to? I trust your judgment. You've worked, worked alongside each other for 13 years. I trust your judgment. I don't think I would have enough to say to, uh, to an empty room to take up uh, an hour of everyone's time. You can make it as long as you want. I certainly wouldn't be talking about housing. What would you be talking about? Animation? Possibly. All right. No show tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> See? I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Uh, they just want to know the rules. And for so long, we've had rule purgatory. Yeah. And when you have rule purgatory, how do you deploy capital? Right. We've gone from a, a council that was divisive and argumentative and confrontational five or six years ago mm -hmm. 
to a council that was working in developmental and guideline and rule purgatory, to a council that legitimately was kiboshing projects by buying them and turning them into parks. Now we have a framework with a new council that starts January 1. Leah Perrier comes off. Natalie Oshran comes on. Natalie Oshran is arguably the most pro-housing counselor on the dais. Yeah. It's between her and Michael Payne. Keith Smith votes Natalie Oshran will be named mayor. Hmm. Judah Wickauer votes Michael Payne will be named mayor. I vote Juan Diego Wade will be named mayor. We each have a bottle of booze on the prop bet table. The threshold is $50 and under. Does McAllen 12 fall under the $50 threshold? Somehow I doubt it. Does it not? It's so good. Let's see. McAllen 12. Nope. 80s. It does not. Is there a McAllen 10? Is there a McAllen 10? McAllen 10 falls under the $50 threshold for the bet. Can we agree that our bet will be a McAllen 10? Oh, I don't have a problem with it. Because you like McAllen. I guess. You say Payne, I say Wade, Smith says Olsherin. I don't see how Olsherin will be the pick. I'm not throwing shade on Natalie. She has, she has never been on the dais. Right. She could be. She was the top vote getter of all of them. Mm-hmm. She got the most votes. Do we got a Natalie Oshran photo we can put on screen? Hmm, we might. You make sure you are using a... You might be able to get a Natalie Oshran. Oh, Nat4Seville. Nat4Seville.com. Nat4Seville.com. The number four. Oh, this is a fantastic photo of you, Natalie. It's right down just past the fold. Nat4Seville.com. Do you see that photo? Let me know if it's on screen. Is it on screen? No, I still have to download it. Oh, okay, sorry. Make sure we, we give photo credit to nat4seville.com website. She's the most pro-housing candidate on council, literally. We're entering a, a chapter of Charlottesville from a housing standpoint that is as open arms and welcoming of housing as any I've seen in my 23 years of living in this area. I came here as a mischievous and troublemaking first year at UVA, and 23 years later, I remain as a mischievous and troublemaking father of two and husband of one. And in those 23 years, I have never seen housing more embraced than right now. And I'm concerned as someone who loves this community dearly that we don't have the infrastructure in place. I'm also concerned that when bureaucrats and governmental officials jump in the mix, that their decision making is going to backfire and how it will backfire, the collateral damage will be more expensive housing and not affordable housing. I mean that sincerely and with empathy. You got Nat's photo on screen? Not yet. Let us know, and we need to save that one for future use. Please, sir. 
Thank you kindly. Such a exciting and concerning time to live in this city right now. Exciting and concerning. Those are the feelings I have. Exciting as a business person who's working alongside folks that are looking to deploy capital. Concerning as a father and husband who is going to cause, call this place home for another 23 years and hopefully another 23 years after that. Exciting and concerning. The Yimbies right now are pounding their chest and having a glass of Macallan 12. <laughs> All right, she's on. Is, is Matthew Gilligan having a glass of Macallan 12? Probably. Is Professor Steven Johnson having a glass of Macallan 12? What are the NIMBYs drinking? The not in my backyards. Tears. Oh, Judah. They're drinking their tears. I like that. They're drinking their tears. Salty and bitter. Salty and bitter. How would you get your tears in a cup, by the way? Natalie's on screen? She was. Put her back. Tears. They're drinking their tears. Salty and bitter. Carly Wagner says, we will see more of the city buying more land to prevent unpopular projects. Oh, no, she says, will we see more of the city buying more land to prevent unpopular projects? Hope not. She also says, I'm like Jerry. I want less government all the time. Amen, sister. Amen, sister. And she says, Judah, do it. Host a show tomorrow. Liza will be your guest. You can talk about pets. Oh, man. Carly Wagner, number three of the family. You're welcome on the talk show anytime you are. Um, all right. You are bringing a topic to the show, much like you brought a topic to the show yesterday about the deer population. What is the topic you're bringing to the show today? If you could put a lower third on screen for your topic, that would be fantastic. Judah B. Wickhauer. The topic is help local kids give gifts to their parents and uh, caregivers. Okay. I'm ready and to listen to learn. I thought this was a great idea. Um, who is it? City of Promise is um, setting up a, uh, a holiday um, a holiday store. Is that what they call it? Um, yeah, a holiday store. And you know, we got to have uh, we got to have Dave Fafara on. Um, uh, Order talk, of Shenandoah Joe's. Talking about uh, the head toy, honcho at the toy lift. The toy lift. Um, we have a neighbor um, here on uh, here on Market Street who's who's getting uh, gathering toys and Tanya money. at the salon. Yep. Did you donate? Uh, not yet. Okay. And there are you know there are I'm sure other uh, other places where people can donate toys and gifts for for kids this Christmas. Kids who uh, who probably won't be getting as much as as some people, and I think uh, what uh, City of Promise has decided to do is uh, is an interesting twist and uh, and a really great idea. Uh, basically, rather than gathering gathering toys for kids, uh, they want to uh, 
they want to focus on the adults and the caretakers. So uh, kids can come in to the City of Promise and pick out gifts that they can give to uh, the adults in their lives. Yeah. Which I think is great. It's, I think, empowering for kids uh, who might not, you know, kids who, who might not normally get a lot of presents themselves, much less be able to, uh, to give anything to the um, family members and, and friends in their lives. And so I think this is a, a spectacular idea. If any of the kids that are watching the program want to donate gifts to Judah and I, uh, McCallum 12 would be great. Donate, donation gift. Yeah. Uh, you know what this reminds me of? And not everyone has this luxury. But what it reminds me of is when I was growing up, your parents could take you to a place in the mall, like a shopping mall. Mm-hmm. And there was like this little hut that was like four or 500 square feet. It wasn't a storefront in the mall, but it was like in the center of the mall. Hmm. And it was a place where kids could shop for their parents. Their parents would give them like 10 or 15 or 5 bucks or 20 bucks. I forget what they gave us. And probably like 5 or 10 bucks with my parents. And well, they you're would. You're buying something for them, right? <laughs> a little tight. A little tight. A little tight. They, then you would go into the little hut like the Christmas like workshop, if you may. Hmm. And you could buy some gifts for your mom and dad. Nice. And I always felt, to your point, like empowered by that experience. Because here I was like six, seven, eight years old. And we were going into the, uh, the mall in Hampton. What was the name of the mall in Hampton? Hampton, I should know this, Virginia Mall. What the heck was it called? Patrick Henry Mall. It was in Newport News, actually. We would go into the Patrick Henry Mall, and we would buy these gifts for our mom and dad, and we have bags, and we would walk out, and we would go and wrap them when we got home. And I felt this sense of uh, self-worth. Yeah. Self-worth. And if we have an opportunity to give children that are on potentially the financial margin or have experienced hardship because of no, um, because of no, no circumstances of that they created, no fault yeah. of their own. If we have an opportunity to empower or create a sense of self-worth or self-confidence, a sense of I belong, a sense of I can make an impact, that feeling, especially with children and adolescents, is so valuable. Yeah. I often say on the talk show, like, my superpower is confidence. Confidence is my superpower. You know whose superpower is extremely important for kids? It's confidence in kids. Confidence in children. Yeah. It goes a long way to helping uh, a young man or a young woman or a a toddler or or someone older than a toddler that's first, second, third, fourth, fourth grade, middle school, Gives them an opportunity to like make something when they have confidence, make something of their lives. Definitely. So I'm all for that. This is the second day in a row where Judah Wickhauer, the metronome of this talk show, has created a piece of content for the program that has made the show better. So and thank you. The holiday store will be open through, uh, I think, uh, noon on Wednesday. So if, uh, if you've if you've a uh, an inclination to stop in you've got uh 
Got another day. There you go. Carly Wagner, that's a great way to give kids the gift of being generous. Mm-hmm. She said, our elementary school did something called Santa's Secret Workshop. Kids could buy gifts for their family like under five bucks at the cafeteria on the night of the event. I think many of the gift sellers were like small local businesses. I still remember buying a purple Lucky Rabbit's Paul there. Why were those ever a trend? I remember those Lucky Rabbit's Pauls. I do too. Why were the trolls ever a trend? Yeah, I don't know. You know the trolls? Mm-hmm. And it's crazy. I think trolls are making a comeback. Our oldest likes trolls. Well, wasn't there, there a movie about them not too long ago? Was there a movie about trolls? Our I'm oldest likes sure trolls. Was. You know the ones I'm talking about? They're generally naked and they have hair that's furry that you can like braid and like do things with. Yeah, I remember them. And you'd stick them on the end of a pencil and you'd go like that. And what the is hair that? Would go... I never did that. What? Yeah, mm-hmm. you'd like... You'd I did twist, that. Twist the hair into a But into I a never point. used my hand to create fire and burn the troll's hair off. Uh, did I ever say that you... Jerry's just playing. <laughs> uh, there are a bunch of troll movies, apparently. There's still trolls? Vemo. Uh, evidently, you can use Vemo for this. I think there are three troll movies and two TV shows and a couple holiday specials. Hmm. To clarify, this was her childhood memory in the 1990s. I remember something like that, too, as well, Carly. Oh, yeah. I think uh, one of the schools that I went to in elementary school had, like, I don't remember how we got points, but you could spend the points at, like, uh, a little kind of, like, gift. It was basically, like, uh, something you find at um, Chuck E. Cheese. Mm. You had things like trolls and those, uh, what were those, those, like, checkered things that you could I don't even know how to explain them they're like uh, you'd fold them and turn them into different shapes and stuff and other cheap oddities cheap but it was oddities. fun the cheap oddities cheers it was fun cheers. plastic rings cheers we're all fair tomorrow Judah's deliberating if he's going to host the show himself <laughs> I don't think I will alright I think you could do it. I probably could. I, there'd be a lot of dead air while I think about what to say. But All right. That's fine. We're off air tomorrow. I have a business lunch meeting. Uh, back in the saddle on Thursday. Back in the saddle on Friday. We are taking next week off for the holidays. So we're off the 25th Christmas through the 29th. Actually, through the 1st of January, which is Monday, and potentially the 2nd, depending on my travel schedule. So we look forward to connecting with you um, on Thursday. So two shows left in 2023. Yeah. Two shows left in 2023. Um, Thank you kindly for watching the I Love Seville show. For Judah Wickhauer, you said your zodiac sign is cancer? Yep. The metronome of the talk show. J-Dub says he's known to his followers and his fans. My name is Jerry Miller. My zodiac sign is Leo. My sister's a Leo. God, he said it with such disdain right there. (laughs) Utter disdain. Sorry that you have disdain. It's okay. Ah, you're supposed to say I don't have. This is the (laughs) I Love Seville show on a Tuesday. We'll see you on Thursday. So long, everybody. You're supposed to say that you don't have disdain. Okay, I don't have disdain. I don't have disdain. Goodbye, everyone.